0: Hi, I'm Archit, and I'm Shirin, and welcome to Getting Lost with Archit and Shirin, a podcast where two amateur cooks,
1: if you say so,
0: talk about all things food, from ingredients, recipes, techniques, and lessons from our trials in the kitchen. Every episode, Shirin, our producer Natasha, and I will do a deep dive into one singular topic and talk about literally everything we know.
1: So what are we talking about today, Achit?
0: Today we're talking about celebrations and the unique ways in which all of us came together in the times of a national lockdown to make our loved ones feel just that extra bit special. We're talking about lockdown celebrations. So let's get started.
1: Cool. Uh, let me just point out that it's been a while since you sent me something. And pre-lockdown, you used to bring me cookies to the office and that has yeah. not
0: See, so, yeah, I'd like to break I'd like to like say that this is because of the lockdown.
1: No, 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 and, no.
0: Like borders were shut. No, <laughs> that's why.
1: <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> borders were shut last year. Anyhow, <laughs> yes, you're right. This time we are actually gonna talk about little little things that you can do in the kitchen, even if you're not a master chef, to yeah. actually make things fun and delicious. Because it's not always safe to go out, it's not always safe to order in um there's a whole lot of things and everyone has their own you know safety thresholds so the safest thing to do is stay home please stay home even when the government tells you that it's okay to go out um if you can afford to stay home please stay home and use our little hacks
0: so shirin remember like last time in november um Mm -hmm. there were all these memes about how like we can't wait for 2020 to get over
1: yeah, and I was one of those really simple-minded people who genuinely thought that once 2020 gets over, things will get <laughs> out.
0: And we're just touching six months <laughs> of of 2021.
1: Yeah, we are indeed. But I mean, we've had a fair few things to celebrate in our own little ways. And do um, you want to talk a little bit about the things that you celebrated?
0: So yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, luckily enough, my birthday came at a time <laughs> both towards the lockdowns where the lockdown wasn't really a thing. So the first time was in Jan of last year. Yeah. Um, And then this year itself as well, like we had like a little bit of a period where things were looking really positive. And so I've actually met people (laughs) for my birthdays, but everyone else in my family, we've had to have these, you know, lockdown parties. Something that's really interesting outside of just like um, birthday celebrations, which are definitely super... um, difficult to do now but also really possible because now you just have three or four people and you're just enjoying yourself with each other but what has happened also like at least in my home is that uh, our work of like times have just increased significantly it's very difficult to like find time to even talk to each other like last year when the lockdown had happened we actually had free time when like you know companies were still trying to
1: pizza and yeah (laughs) letting the door rise and like watching it watching
0: time. it doing doing lives and like um making bread and all of these things right and like um it was also just because like offices couldn't figure out how to get people to work or like how to work efficiently but like a year into it now we're just like a little too efficient or true. at least a little too invested uh, in in general i mean
1: we so, were all just trying to save our jobs i don't know
0: some of us for sure
1: <laughs> yeah
0: what we do is that we actually like mark out some days in the month where we are going to like celebrate um and it's going to be more of like you know can we can we not eat the regular like diet food and can we actually eat some like really good food either that's um homemade or or you know get pick up some things from outside if if like lockdown is not really that um big or can we get them but here's a the
1: question every time right. something fun has to be made at home does everyone turn yeah. to you and say, "Okay, fine, Halwai boy, go"?
0: <laughs> For some things, right? So like either like a dessert or a main or something, they'll say, okay, oh, you a make this." Cool, a
1: main. Cool, 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 cool. cool yeah,
0: cool. but oh. like not everything. I I don't think my family loves everything I make uh, as much as like everyone else does. But you know,
1: uh, fair, fair, fair. I understand that.
0: If I was to like think about what would like the perfect celebration meal would be, it would be like a a night in on a on a Saturday, and here's here's what it would look like, right? Potentially, um, for so to start off, we'll have like a snack, and the snack would be so we make these lavash chips at home, which are just like Ooh, you do, yeah, and and so they're made with like both atta and mehda together, and they have sesame seeds in it, and it's actually really nice, and it has a little bit of like parmesan, so like. it it has a little bit of like a cheesy aroma not really a cheesy taste which is really nice and it goes with this like yogurt dip which is super simple to make um it's just like hunkered with different veggies and um and some tabasco tabasco is key in it natasha's making a face on tabasco but
1: she needs to chill out i know I'm saying we need to like um, we need to work on this. I just, I'll text you about this Tabasco issue later. But so wait a minute. How long does it take you to make these little chips at home? Because while it sounds delicious, I don't know if I want to spend six hours making chips, which will be finished in six minutes.
0: It'll take like it takes like an hour to uh it just takes an hour to make them end to end uh because like they don't have to rise there's no yeast involved nothing right so it's just like mixing things together and then sticking them in the oven and usually what we do is that we make a batch and then we like consume them through the weekend or at least the week so we make a decent amount of them
1: all right okay so you make snacks which you munch on which are clearly not so heavy that you get super full yeah you're all sitting around with your cocktails i'm gonna assume Yes. And you use your big fancy mixer to make your baraf. Yes. Like the crushed ice situation. Crushed ice, yeah. What do you eat? And when do you eat?
0: So usually the drink like you have very accurately uh, mentioned is the margarita. Yes, it is. Which is is. like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just such a nice thing to have. It's like a little brain freeze for like 10 minutes. It's great.
1: But I also do feel like they're one of the easier cocktails to do at home which gives you the Baharwala feeling because all you need to do is put some ice in a mixie and make that slushy feeling and yeah. all of a you're at a bar. Let me th- just backtrack for a second. We're talking about making lockdown a bit easier by yeah. celebrating and these celebrations are also made easier by virtue of the fact that we are doing simple things, but in a special way. I get that you've got like your chips which are easy you've got your aliolio, which once you've mastered it is easy you've got your margarita which needs crushed ice which is easy what about your dessert because i don't know like i'm concerned like i said before
0: you no know, dessert is hard um Isn't it? because yeah it, it's an investment for sure um so they're like three things that i think about and let's be honest my my household is not really a dessert person so like if if a meal doesn't end with a dessert we don't really feel bad about it particularly but i know that that's like a huge deviation from the rest of the diaspora of khatapita household so (laughs) so uh strange thing (laughs) to say (laughs) <laughs> so I, I think that you know there is value in like talking about some desserts so I have three in mind and then of course Sharon, you have so many thoughts on this um, one is like just a simple brownie is actually pretty great because yes. it covers all the like needs and requirements from a dessert and it's easy um, the second one is like a homemade no churn ice cream which is not on the blog, but it's coming soon very okay. very soon okay possibly by the time this podcast goes out we'll, we'll already have that recipe up and it uses uh cream and condensed milk so that's Ooh, how I it like...
1: this recipe is really yeah. good it's really yeah, yeah, good yeah yeah, yeah,
0: so, yeah. so so uh, this one's like an almond praline uh like a no churn ice cream and that it uses this like condensed milk funda. this
1: takes a while it takes eight hours to set and it takes about 20 minutes to make uh, but like, yeah, you have to
0: do a Okay, fine, fine. Now that he, I think about hard. it,
1: the things I'm going to talk about also require a little bit of hard work. So, cool,
0: cool, cool. And then the third thing, which again, is a huge deviation from our our household, but it is happening, is hot chocolate fudge. Like, we sometimes order Nirula's hot chocolate fudge. The and then Yeah, and then we'd like keep them till the end of the week.
1: People who are listening, who don't have time to, you know, or the patients to wait for, I don't know, a whole week to finish the hot chocolate fudge. Here's what you can do. If you make a brownie and you put it in the microwave or you heat it up and you smash it and then you throw some of your frozen ice cream, which it should be frozen, with the fudge on top, because of the residual heat of the brownie, your ice cream is going to melt and your fudge is going to melt and it's going to be delicious and it's going to taste like something that you would order at a fancy restaurant. There you go
0: like a chocolate ice cream cake
1: no <laughs> it's a brownie sundae fair yes
0: mine didn't make sense also how to think about it
1: yeah i don't know chocolate <laughs> is very different but also chocolate lava is a very easy dessert to make at home as long as you've got the right temperature in your oven so maybe another time we talk about that
0: but okay actually no let's talk about this one one hot second uh do you actually like chocolate cake
1: the one at home yes but like not the dominoes one.
0: I hate chocolate cake.
1: Oh, I thought we were different people, so it's okay. But it's cool. so bad. No, what are you talking about? When it's done, so bad. I will make you some.
0: Like I, um, I love that movie Chef with John Favaro, but the, I feel so sad that like that movie, the like the big turning point to that movie is the chocolate cake, which is so I think,
1: sad. I think we need to fix this. We'll fix this. Don't worry.
0: Maybe you need to like feed me a good chocolate, cake. Okay?
1: That's exactly what I have offered to do.
0: Okay, but cool. But guess cool. what?
1: In every episode, we make promises to each other, which we do not keep. So I think we should just stop making promises to each other. I'm bitter.
0: Uh, we can discuss.
1: <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I have seen some fun stuff on your blog, which, which made me feel like, oh, why didn't I think of this before? And I want you to talk about, and I know this is not on the script, but, <laughs> oh um your little pull apart pals, which basically look like the pals that we buy for pao bhaji
0: yeah
1: and they turn into this like crazy cheesy mess which is quite hot i must say quite hot
0: yeah it, so that was like a so it was basically for a brand that we were working for and we were like uh they wanted something cheesy. They also wanted something like with bread. And we didn't know what to do. That wasn't new. So I was like, "Huh, we'll just like take... I, 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 at home, we had like a paw, We were getting pav bhaji made. So I saw this like big chunk of pav. And I was like, "Huh, we'll cut it cheese. And the more I thought about it, I was like, oh my God, this is actually not done a lot. Like there are pull apart loaves. And remember once you came over and we made a loaf with like pepperoni and stuff like that as well. But... No one's ever done it in the form factor of a pow. So I found that really fascinating because pows are like available everywhere, and powers are great. They're
1: really yummy. Like they're really soft, and they don't. Yeah, they're so consistently good.
0: Yeah, even like the company that makes the shittiest white bread will make a really good power. So I'm like fascinated by that. So, so that's what like the thought process was, and we made it with some garlic butter, and like who doesn't like garlic butter? And it's yeah. by far one of the like the yummiest things that you can make. Of course, you feel like a little bit of like a shit afterwards, but that's just you know that's, that's the feeling. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like that's okay. that's celebration, you know.
1: Yeah. I, okay. Guys, whoever's listening, if there's anyone listening, please remember that Arjit has been on a diet since like the last five years. So everything that he says, take it with a pinch of salt and maybe a diet pill. Um, these actually sound like a really good idea as your snack. So yeah, I'm just saying yeah. the bread is going to soak up the alcohol. You're not going to get trashed. You're going to have cheese. You're going to have garlic butter. Just don't go around kissing anyone later that night because you're going to smell like garlic. So that's what I'm saying. I think uh, this whole garlic butter situation and just popping your pow with whatever cheese you have. And ideally a softer hard cheese would be just perfect. Yeah,
0: just even perfect. like mozzarella works really well. Processed cheese does not. But yeah, yeah. any other cheese would really do well. So Shirin, now that we've kind of discussed how I celebrate... Um, you had a lot of thoughts on how you're going to celebrate your birthday. yeah. But also how you've been celebrating all of the people around you. So over to you.
1: Okay, so I think the best way to celebrate is to just cook for someone. And yeah. in general, and thank God, this is a food podcast. Otherwise, I would feel really out of place. Um, <laughs> just like, I feel like when I'm baking at home, it gives me downtime. And when I give something to someone that has been baked at home, it gives them happiness. So it's it's kind of like a win-win. So, for example, a couple of days back, I made brioche. And I sent it over to friends whom I knew would appreciate it, unlike some people who are always on a diet. And it made people really happy. Wow. But also, last night, I took a leap of faith and um, I wanted to make that first cake. Because as a kid, oh my God. I was, wow, I was obsessed with black forest cakes and like traditional Gandhi cream wala black forest cake is what I used to like, okay? <laughs> Little children was not very nuanced in her preferences. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, I don't want to go down the whole like cream route. So yeah. I basically just did, and this was of course a special occasion, I baked two simple chocolate cakes and I used a um, very simple recipe to macerate cherries hmm. with like lemon and sugar and alcohol mm. And I know that you have a cherry compote on your blog. So maybe we can actually link that down here. And yeah. what you do is like use those cherries and the little bit of liquid as a soak for the bottom layer of the cake. You make a little bit of chocolate ganache on the side. So like like everyone knows, ganache is just like chopped up good chocolate with a few spoons of cream. All hot, whisk and throw it on top. And then you throw the other loaf, like not loaf, but like the other cake <laughs> on top and again just do the same and then it turns into this like rich chocolatey truffly thing which you could have bought from outside so it's basically two loaves not loaves sorry two cakes
0: two sheets I've
1: Got bread in my head um yes. two sheets of cake but they're just sandwiched together with fruit that is soaked in alcohol and somehow that makes it fine and despite the fact that like you have to refrigerate it now because it's so yeah. hot in Delhi. It stays soft because you've soaked it. And yeah. the alcohol adds a lot of like celebratory oomph to the cake. So
0: Booziness.
1: Yes, yes. So that that's I think really is cool. a foolproof way to do things. Because you do like a simple sponge and then you just take it up a notch and it's a birthday cake. And honestly, all you need to make a birthday cake is throw, throwing a candle on top. <laughs> but you can also put some cherries
0: i mean i i love like the cake just to be a brownie as well like it's just so easy but actually going back to your uh, black forest cake so there's no cream in it at all then
1: there is there are a few spoons of cream and this is not and we are in lockdown right now i know things are opening up but we are huh. in lockdown right now and my trusty dairy folks are not operating right now Okay, so oh, the place where okay. I used to buy heavy cream from is no longer open, mm. and, and I had some Amul cream, which you know, typically one would not use for ganache, but it was there in my fridge, so I was like, "F it, I'm gonna use it." And instead of you know, with heavy cream, you can use uh, almost equal parts to the chocolate. For this yeah. one, I actually just used a few spoons. So okay. interesting. So it kept the mixture thick and the cream because it was well, it was the thicker part of the. Tetra did not go all over the place and it was just fine. So like two spoons of cream along with chopped chocolate made a, you know, sandwich. It was the cheese in my cake. It kept the layers together.
0: I love it. Because like, you know, like with the Black Forest cake, the one thing I genuinely hate is the the cream like the whipped cream that is on top like the white stuff i hate that because it's just air and fluff and i know that it's not even actual dairy whipped cream it's mostly like powdered whipped cream or like soy based whipped cream um so like you're removing that you're adding like this like indulgent chocolate in the middle and then you have the fruit that will cut through all of that fat so that's great
1: so there is a lot you can do with your celebratory cakes but then here comes the big question. What are you gonna do when you have to carry like this cake that you've poured all your love into to a friend's house? Carry
0: or even transport, right? Like if you're making it for a friend yeah. and you have to we fast it or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not
0: sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> but I love weefast. I best. love we fast.
1: They're actually, in my experience, better than the other services out there. But still everyone's good. Um, couple of things to keep in mind. Okay. Um, when your cake is travelling it is going to move and you have to stop it from moving. So if you've got like a little bit of a plate at the bottom and you've kept it in a box, put some double-sided tape or like just, you know, roll up some normal cello tape and put it at the bottom so that the cake doesn't really move hmm. when the vehicle is moving. Because even if you're putting it in your car, there is going to be an angle to your seat and there are going to be speed breakers. And invest in... Of course, into, it's,
0: it's India. Yeah,
1: it is. And uh, invest in a few dabbas from Amazon which will help you just pack things up correctly or if you have like you know a dish which has a nice upper se cover then you can use that but at the end of the day your tape is actually your best friend no matter which process you use in terms of carrying or transporting your cake tape is your best friend trust
0: me so the, the tape is the one that will actually hold the plate with the, uh, the the container that you take it in yes I yeah. think
1: of course before you start icing your cake or assembling it when you place the first layer the bottom layer onto the plate you can also put like a little bit of something sticky so it could be your cream it could be honey it could be anything to just keep it in place so your cake itself doesn't move so then you've got like these reinforcement layers so uh-huh. your dabba is not gonna move your cake is not gonna move your plate is not gonna move so three things which should not move will not move
0: so you you can even put like the frosting right the ganache that you made on top you can put a little bit of it in the bottom
1: yes absolutely
0: that's very cool
1: and in general archit what i found is that with celebrations no one really expects you to go all out in the lockdown and you shouldn't feel the pressure too so even if you make like one hero dish so for example i was taking a look at your Instagram and I was just like, okay, those tacos look really good. And the, you know, little bowls look really good. If you basically just put something in which is different from what you have every day and there is one hero dish, you're going to nail it. Because the idea is to actually pleasantly surprise the people around you, right? And they just need to take a step away from what they've been having for the last many, many weeks. So if it's dal chawal every day and another day you just make a... You know,
0: use some of the leftover Rajma and create a burrito bowl. That's fun. Yeah, that's how Natasha makes burrito bowl. She's it's a smart woman. Like, I like her.
1: It's usually like, it's usually like,
0: it's the best way. Like, who's going to actually make <laughs> the whole like setup for a burrito bowl? Because that's painful. And trust me, I have done that. <laughs> I had to shoot it. And I had yeah. to make everything. And then I was like, I should have just like, you know, gotten other things made with it and then just taken whatever is there. And that's really like the, the, but that's fun, also part the it. fun
1: part of things, right? If you've got lots of cooked food in your fridge, you can just open it up, take a look and see what works together. Like, you know, when we talked about the whole dining in um, or meals for one. Thing, yeah. And that that was the essence of everything. Just see what you have and work around it
0: what you're saying is so true because it's it's like um like content strategy you know like (laughs) i'm thinking that way but like how do you repurpose content right like that's like the biggest thing that we keep on thinking about is like okay we have this piece how do we use it in different ways um food is like repurposing content
1: sure it really really is (laughs) but okay here's here's like a quick summary of how to make the lockdown celebration special have a theme in mind what do you want to do What do you want to make? Think about that in advance and then set yourself a little bit of a timer saying that I don't want to spend more than two hours on this or I don't have more than two hours on this and then make decisions based on it because you're going to be doing everything on your own and you don't want to turn that celebration into an exhausting, you know, roller coaster because something that requires a lot of cleanup, something that requires a lot of, you know, like assembly and prep is just going to like bring your spirits down so just be a little careful I would say that my perfect lockdown meal would be this bloody bow or pow that Ajit has put on his blog it's like bow. pow it's really calling out to me Um. so you could actually send me some for my birthday this year if you want to
0: One of the things that I uh, also did was that I, I, you know, sent out this message across my Insta family to like figure out that, okay, what have people done? Um, And I got some responses and they were a little like confused as to what the definition of lockdown celebration was. But one of them is really, really sweet. So I'm going to read that out because I think if you read read this, uh, Shirin, you'll want to be best friends with her and oh yeah once i read it you'll realize why do
1: it get started now okay
0: so this is from uh acharya so she says my name is Shonali. i saw your story and thought i'd reach out about my lockdown cooking escapades before lockdown i was pretty much a box baker from like a betty crocker was her favorite but once lockdown started in march i began experimenting more and more and i started off with lemon bars that were kind of a fail lemon bars are hard to make actually so Mm, that's yeah
1: i I mean she's ambitious
0: yeah for sure so so after that she says um but then i moved on to a pasta recipe by alison roman at that time it was called the pasta and it was trending so yeah this is your friend right alison roman pasta oh my god
1: was so horrible fine carry on i'm listening
0: So she says that, you know, I made that for my uh, mother's birthday. It was the first birthday in my family that we decorated the house for with things from my 13-year-old sister's birthday back in 2019. And the pasta was a hit. Amazing. In uh, May of 2020, she... Uh, had, you know, she started doing this big baking project. And she, the project really was to make salted caramel brownies from the NYT cooking website.
1: My God, she's ambitious.
0: I know. So with all the melting of the sugar and mixing it with butter, it was quite an experience. I got it eventually on the second try with a little help from her mother. Hmm. Um, the brownies were uh, for my friend's birthday. They must have been great because now they're dating. Oh. <laughs> so cute. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Right? That's so yeah. cute. Um, so after that, I've been baking regularly for family and friends and their birthdays as well as just in like daily life. I try and keep it for the weekend so that we have something to look forward to. But I'd be lying if I said that I haven't broken this rule a few times here and there. And then she writes closes off by saying, anyways, I'm off to bake some cinnamon bun bread.
1: Oh my God, she is my best
0: friend. She is your best friend. That, you that's so cute. Yeah. yeah. She used uh, uh, goodies to, uh, you know, uh, celebrate. She used goodies to feel indulgent, and she used it as a thirst trap. <laughs> Shouldn't she's basically you.
1: <laughs> Can you not please? What rubbish! thirst <laughs> trap?
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm so happy that I realized I said this. I'm gonna pat myself for this final sentence.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Arjit, for your like sorta of healthy, sorta of not so healthy uh, tips and tricks. But um, I hope everyone uses them. And in case, remember, guys, in case you don't want to like make lavash chips and like roll them out and then f- them and we'll put them in the oven, just buy some powder and throw some cheese in there with some garlic, and you're sorted. I think it's gonna be amazing. And this is my biggest takeaway from today's episode, Arjit. What did you learn?
0: I learned that a black forest cake can come can be made without cream and still turn out really good. In my head, I'm like damn excited to make it.
1: Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. And we really hope that this podcast helps you celebrate the little moments. And the not so little moments as well. In a safe and so kind of healthy manner.
0: Have a great lockdown. This episode of Getting Lost with Archit and Shirin was produced by Natasha Rati Kapoor. Edited by Ananya Gupta and written and conceptualized by Shirin Rai Gupta and Archit Agarwal.